Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. Sorry about that last recording in part one, but if you do turn the volume down, you can basically make out what they're saying um, but basically what you saw in part one was a real revelation. They plan on moving us into stack and pack cities. It's a global initiative. You can see it's already underway in America. And I've been reporting on this really since 2014, and you'll see evidence of that today. We're going to get into part two. And this time it's just going to be all me. And I'll show you a couple of documents and a map for you to look at. Unfortunately, the map no longer exists. I can send you to the website that tells you how it's going to be, and that's America2050.org. So stay tuned. we got a lot here on what a 15-minute city is, and we are brought to you by Airblast Pro. This is your own instant AC. Turn this on. Temperature dips like crazy. has ancillary features, too. I'll get out of the way here and tell you about uh, a light. So you can use this in your tent when you're camping or outside when you're working. This can hang. This rotates. And most importantly, it has a seaport. And here's what I really like about this. This saves money. Oh, yeah. You're not using your utility. Yet, if you had one of these per your major traveled rooms, you could literally turn your air conditioner off. This would be phenomenal for your bill and for people that can't afford it. And we know people's lives are at risk Go over the heat in the summer. In Phoenix right now, we're looking, it could be as many as 600 people have died this summer in record heat wave. Now, I know the rest of the country isn't quite as extreme, but the trend curve does fit. And this is your ticket. Now, you can buy three of these and get a 66% savings off the already low price, an additional 10% off with the coupon code July 10. And I've produced for you in the description box, not only how to get a hold of them at airblastpro.com, but I've given you detailed information about the product itself and how it works. But cut your utility bills, help someone out who's really in trouble. Let's protect people on fixed income from the ravages of high utility rates with a product that works. Airblast.com, airblast.com. Okay, let me uh, cue this up here and we'll go to share screen right here. I want to take you to a map. And I had shown you in part one, if you recall, that the plan is to herd people into densely populated areas. The beta test for this was done in China prior to the Obama administration, headed by Hank Paulson, then the CEO of Goldman Sachs, later the transportation secretary that basically blackmailed Congress into making the bailouts. But anyway, if you'll see this here, this is part of the mega cities concept. 
And I've been reporting on this megacities concept right here. My first article was August 27, 2014. So almost nine years ago to the day. And no one gave a crap. No one cared at all. And this man who developed this plan, his name is Mike Krulik. I'll, I'll scroll down here and I'll show you his picture here. He's right there in the Oval Office. And when Obama was questioned about this for he left office in 2016, Mike Krulik, do you really agree with his plans about urbanization and stack and pack cities? I don't know who Mike Krulik is. And here he is right here in the White House. And he was the key economic advisor to urban development and removal of suburban populations. I mean, this is what they did. This is what they did. Um, Anyway, back here to the 2050 map. This is supposed to be in place by 2050. I'll go to something here in a minute that will explain to you the urgency has been moved up. Now, if you can see right here, these color-coded areas, and let me see if I can enlarge this here. There we go. Okay. You can see here you have the New England megalopolis, as they used to call them in my sociology class. You see we have one here. We have one here in the upper Midwest. We have here along the Front Range. Here, we have a strip in Arizona, excluding going into Nevada. It's all the way down. It's interesting, too, these international corridor highways like the Canamex, basically the project that tried to steal my land from me. They, uh, You can see right here, this follows the highway here, Edmond, Alberta, here, highway from Mexico up to here. They're either the Canamex Highway or the NAFTA Superhighway. Here, the I-35 corridor right here. Okay, so all of these connections with these transportation corridors, these the industrialists, the globalist corporations will be able to operate outside these megalopolises. Listen to me very carefully. But you won't be able to go outside them. It'll be a rare event. Do you remember in the Hunger Games when the gladiators were on this train and they were headed to Capital City called Panem, and it was really portrayed as being right here? It's Denver, Colorado. And I don't know where they were traveling from, but let's just make up a location. Let's say it was here. Do you remember the train? Endless miles of open space, no development whatsoever. This is called the wetlands concept of Agenda 21 from the United Nations. Today, they've updated and said Agenda 2030. I think really they could call it Agenda 25. They want this stuff done next year. They want it done by the end of 2024. They're moving at breakneck speed. Anyway, to continue analysis here, they have the upper northwest, and you can see it crosses international boundaries. Look at that. Crosses into British Columbia to Vancouver. Uh, Does that mean there's no United States? Are you kidding me? Look at the map. This is Obama's, one of his chief advisors. And right here you have the middle and northern part of California extending over to Lake Tahoe. Of course, the rich and famous play there. They got to include that. And then right here, they want all the plebes here. You can see the Gulf Coast. Okay. And I want you to note something here. Hawaii and Alaska. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. All I'll say is Maui. Now, let's continue. Let's continue. This is the Deagle Report. A lot of you have heard of the Deagle Report. Let me find here the numbers. 
And before people say the Deagle report, what a bunch of crap, unsubstantiated conspiracy theory. Okay, look who's a partner with the Deagle authorities. Now, listen, these links no longer work because the Deagle report has been scrubbed from the Internet. Isn't that interesting? But I want you to look what this is. This is U.N., um, economic organization, UN economic organization. Okay. The National Security Agency, NATO. Okay. Russian Defense Procurement. Boy, that's interesting, isn't it? Um, Stratford. That's a CIA front group. The World Bank. The U right here. Okay. So yeah, that's who sponsored this report. And here's what Deagle looked at. And I put the highlights on here. And there are people that have retained the hard copies like I have, but I'm glad I did this. I want you to look at these numbers here. And then I'll take you back to America 2050 and raise your concern. America projected changes from 2014 to 2015, and this was published in 2013. The population of America in 2013 was 316 million. We don't know what it is today because we don't know how many migrants are here. We estimate between 340 and 345 million. Okay, the gross domestic product in 2013 was... $17 $17 trillion. Uh, I hope that you're paying attention to this. Let me scale this down so you can see the whole thing. The budget for the economy was $5.8 trillion in 2013. The military budget was $726 billion, most on the planet. Let's go down to what they said was going to happen in 2025. They said the population would shrink to 69 million. Was there a mass pandemic? Was there a nuclear war? I mean, these are things you have to ask when you see these kind of organizations up here producing this kind of a document. Okay? So covering an 11-year period, I wrote an analysis of this. But I want you to look at this. From 17 trillion GDP to 921 Billion. It's 5% of what it was. Per capita income was 52,838. I think today it's around 57. We lost ground because of inflation. Look at what it's going to be projected in less than a year and a half 13,328. That's a reduction by a factor of four, a 400% decrease. In other words, will be wallowing in poverty. And I referenced earlier about Pan Am and the Hunger Games. Remember the squalor conditions? There it is. And if you take away all the industry to be carbon neutral, rather than stair-step into the way and find new technology that's not going to impact the environment, this is the kind of effect you would expect to see with a greatly decreased technology. Look at the military budget. I want you to look at the difference. $726 billion to $8 billion. It's over a 90% reduction. We're a conquered nation. That says we've been conquered. And we have a small standing army that has a budget, but it's under someone else's control. We couldn't defend our borders today on $8 billion. I don't know that we can defend it anyway because we spent so much of our stuff overseas. But right here, do I need to say more? This is not good. Now, I want you to point out something here with population. If you would have gone in 2014, like I did, to America2050.org, and you would have found this map, and this is where I got it from, 
316 million Americans will change the 66 million mega city dwellers. What happened to those people? A quarter of a billion people gone? That's why I'm saying it's a massive pandemic. I suppose you'd have to say tyrannical genocide, but even those are numbers are high for a genocide. I don't think you'd see a genocide with those numbers. But a massive pandemic, and by the way, 90% reduction here in population, that's exactly what the death curve is for Ebola. I don't know if that Ebola is going to factor in, but I found that to be an interesting coincidence. And I want you to look at this right here. This matches this Stratford CIA document. It's only off by three million. We saw in part one the stack and pack. Okay, now you're ready to hear about smart cities. First, they have to herd you into these areas. What would cause people to move to massive uh, urban areas? The government's not going to back up with its trucks like it did with the Chinese ghost cities and say, you are going to come with us or else. I don't see that happening. But what I do see happening is this. Food shortages caused by war, ravaging crops. By the way, these new diseases that are coming in, I'm telling you about, we talked about something called alpha-gal. It's zoonotic. Human to animals, animals to humans. Could it affect the food supply? Yeah, our cattle supply right now is the lowest it's been in 65 years. And then we have government-approved contractors going on private farmland without permission, okay, and bowling their way on, digging 90-foot trenches for carbon capture programs, destroying many farms' ability to produce crops anywhere near the level that they were. Then we have uh, how many dozens, hundreds of Food processing plants destroyed in the last two years, two and a half years. Not one federal investigation. Should I keep going on? Dimming the sun as admitted to project now, aerosolized injections in the atmosphere designed to limit the sun's rays to the earth by 18%. You don't think that's going to affect crop yield? Now, this is what they admit to this. This is part of now we used to say chemtrails. Oh, that's a conspiracy theory. Well, they're not calling it that. They call it aerosolized injections, but they're admitting to it. And this is going to have a negative impact on the food supply. And in America, who's buying up our land, our farmland? Well, the Grand Canyon, for example, nationalized, is going to do away with the farming in Mojave County, also on the Nevada side of things. Agriculture, ranching will be greatly affected. But also, too, we see other factors involved here. China is buying up swaths of land, not being stopped. You don't think we'd allow an enemy to control our food supply, but we're moving in that direction. And then we're allowing a private entrepreneur, Bill Gates, to do the same thing. This is crazy. We're moving in a very, very bad direction. Now, let's talk about the nature of a 15-minute city. So they herd you in to get the food, and I think that's probably the goal. Also, too, what you could see is if we had a pandemic, and they're talking about this uh, CCHF, Congo, Crimean, uh, Crimean, Congo, hemorrhagic fever, um, pretty deadly. They're talking about it in Europe. I don't know if that would bring people to the city because this is where you go to get treated. 
I think it's a mistake to crowd people together in an urban environment if you have a pandemic on the loose. Better yet, I think it could be a nuclear war or a We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time combination of these events and a nuclear war you'd have a food shortage automatically and so you'd have to congregate cities where you'd have resources and the government could better serve people <laughs> how well is that working in maui so anyway this is how you get people into the cities loosely speaking now once they're there Once they're there, ladies and gentlemen, oh, wait a minute. You don't think they're going to do it? Hold on just a second. Let's go to screen share and let's look at something that's been kept from the public. They're hiding it in plain sight. Um, We're going to look at this right now. If you think this is fantasy or it'll happen someday, I don't have to worry about it today. Take a look at this. Climate Action Plan envisions transforming Tucson's way of life. Okay, and we'll get some insight as to what a 15-minute city is here. Uh, This plan has been approved, and I want you to look at the date here. Um, March 11th, 2023. You see right here? March 11th, 2023. Never heard about this in the national media, have you? Okay. Now, 
15-minute city has been approved and can access daily necessities within a 15-minute walk or bicycle ride from home. I think the term 15-minute cities is a euphemism because I can bike a lot farther in 15 minutes than I can walk. Okay? Now, what they say here is we'll have clusters of affordable market-rate housing as well as neighborhood amenities, school and employment centers located near transportation corridors. Okay, let me ask you a question. Even in Manhattan, can you find all that you need within 15 minutes? And Tucson's not Manhattan. Spread. Arizona spreads its cities out. Phoenix, wide open. By the way, high-speed bullet trains will collect those mega regions. I should have said that earlier. And then they'll use light rail in the inner city, which is why Phoenix spread out. Light rail was the most stupid thing you ever heard of. And they didn't extend it out to the suburbs. Why? Because there ain't going to be any suburbs. That's why. Okay, let's continue on. Okay, so they're going to have to move people in because there's no way they can do this right here as long as the existing city structure isn't intact. So that means you people who live out in the suburbs, in the outer fringes of the city, you're moving. Okay, so... A dramatic increase in the use of solar power. I'm fine with that as long as it's working. Decarbonization of city-owned buildings. No coal-fired plants. Okay, so right here we're going to go hard. And let's scroll down here. Okay, look at this. This is what a 15-minute city will look like. I'm giving you some of it, and I'll give you more detail in a minute. Zero waste. Okay, 100% of all garbage and solid waste is is diverted from landfills. One step of the plan is to coordinate trash haulers to establish citywide collection program for organic waste, such as food and garbage. You're not going to have the material to put into a garbage can for them to pick up organic waste and food. That's what they're telling you. Okay. They call this plan Tucson Tucson Resilient Together, and they have the potential to determine how life is lived over the next 25 years, although it's going to come quicker than that. Um, they say right here, the car-dominant Sunbelt metropolis, okay, it's going to be turned into an eco-friendly community where people can hop on a bus or a streetcar or ride a bike. Last question, how are handicapped people going to get into the transportation Hell, right now they have special equipped cars. How are they going to get around? Or are they not making plans for the handicapped and the elderly? I see no evidence of elderly and handicapped planning in these urban areas. This should be really concerning to you, especially if you understand Fabian socialism. Okay, so you will ride to a solar-powered grocery store or pharmacy. Boy, they're going to have that all within 15 minutes. Okay. The entire city will be carbon neutral. Can I explain something about carbon neutral? They need to really define this because if you walk out in the environment and fart, technically you are no longer carbon neutral. This is the objection in Europe in places like the Netherlands where they're trying to get rid of all farms because the cows fart too much. That's the excuse they're using. So I don't know how they can do that. But anyway, they want you to have all cities in Tucson be compliant by 2030. Here's the problem. They say you're going to have until 2045 to be carbon neutral, but I don't believe it.
Because if all your cities are required by 2030 to be like this, how are private entities going to act, interact with cities? And you don't think that cities are going to coerce them to bring it along faster? There's not going to be a 15-year gap. You'll be lucky if there's a two-year gap. Okay? Carbon neutrality would mean heat-trapping carbon dioxide gases, which should be released into the air here and captured by trees and means within the city. Stop. Time out. This is leading to the exploitation in eight states of carbon capture programs under court order, court order, and the politicians are doing nothing to help their people. And these entities with the sheriffs are going on private farmland, disrupting agricultural activities, costing these farmers loss of money, partial loss of the use of their land, which is covered under the Fifth Amendment. If you do partial takings of a land or interfere in the economic viability you have committed them in a domain according to past case law. Look up the California Coastal Commission, okay? Because that's what our basic eminent domain laws are based on here today. So that being the case, oh, how do I know that? When you spend eight years fighting the McCain mafia, you figure this out pretty quickly. So anyway, these people are going, they're building 90-foot trenches, and they're even doing uh, leaks to do mitigation strategies in farmland. They're putting some of these toxic chemical structures next to their water supply. They're putting it next to their sewage of, of fields and the leach fields. They're saying, you've got to be kidding me. No, they're not. And they're, some of it is 100 feet within a house. And I know I've talked to a couple of people who are associated with this, and it's just, it's crazy, but they are using these rural areas to transport the carbon capture programs to, for God knows what purpose they're going to use it for, but it's going to be done out in rural areas. And they don't care about interfering with the farming and agriculture because they have other plans. You won't need the farms because you'll be in densely populated areas in all likelihood. If there's no farms producing, okay, you'll be eating what? Bugs, aquatics, lab meat, plants. Does it start to fit together now what you've been hearing? This is an all-encompassing plan. Okay, now, they said they passed this by a 5-0 to zero vote, which they did, okay? The discussion was brief. That's because they decided this ever before they showed up. And the federal government, oh, 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 what did we hear in part one? That if you don't comply to the 15-minute city zero-carbon emission concepts, the federal government will take your money from you. Does it make sense now? There was the final passage. That's the lovely mayor, Regina Romero, that put it through. Okay, so she uh, said it took 14 months. They involved 5,000 people. If they involve 5,000 people, how do you explain the fact that people like me and Liz Harris and Sheriff Mack and people who are very active in the politics in our state, we didn't hear a damn thing about this before it passed? Are we just all that stupid? There wasn't one story like Channel 3 News, Fox News 10. Where was the story? Where was the coverage? It didn't exist. Okay, now this is really interesting. Costs and money sources are unknown. 
How and when the plan's principles can be turned into real-world actions is now unknown, however. (laughs) Yeah, don't you think for you pass a plan and you commit to this, you should at least have an idea of what that journey is going to look like? No, 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 no. We've adopted the Nancy Pelosi mantra. We have to pass this to see what's in it. 24 strategies. The plan predicted that seven would take anywhere from one to 10 years to be implemented, according to Lane Mandel, the chief of staff for the city manager's office, Michael Ortega. He said they're going to start implementation in April. I haven't heard about this, and it's supposedly, what, four months underway now? Okay, but I want you to look at this right here. They said it'll take, this is really a key phrase here, folks. It'll take anywhere from one to 10 years to be implemented. They have no freaking idea what they're doing. Will it take one year? Yeah. Could it take 10? Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? They said they didn't know. How are you going to fund it? We don't know. Build it and they'll come. <laughs> I mean, do you see the ludicrous nature of this? The lack of common sense planning? That tells you they're not in charge. What's going to happen to their city is not up to these people right here. And they don't give a crap. But they're not going to be deciding. The city manager tells you one to ten years. But we don't know where the money's coming from. We don't know what it's going to cost. Uh, it'll be a period of time. That's the best answer you're getting. And that's because the UN is going to be running it. That's why. Or they'll be dictating to Biden or whoever the president is at that time. And they'll be dictating what you're going to do. Trump is totally opposed to this. Trump doesn't have one valid allegation against him. I mean, he's being tried as a racketeering criminal for tweets saying, I don't believe the election was valid outside Fulton County, where he's been indicted. How many violations of prosecutorial procedure did I just describe? This is prosecutorial misconduct. But more to the point, do you see why they have to do anything they can do to wreck his candidacy? It can't get in the way of this. We don't know how we're going to do it, but by God, we're going to do it. And we're not letting this guy come in and stop this. Okay, a few more things about 15-minute cities, shall we? I've said some of this before, but this is where we pull it all together. When you look at the traditional 15-minute city model, uh, I can tell you what's in the Arizona legislation that people are going to vote on. Uh, It's a a $90 fine and 30 days in jail if you violate the boundaries. So if they have a boundary, think of the TV show from USA Colony. You remember how they had the massive barrier separating portions of L.A. and the three-year TV series? It'll be something like that, but this will be digital. You'll be given a digital ID. Whoa, hold on here. Digital ID? Oh, yeah, because that presumes central bank digital currency will already be in effect. Once that happens, see, there'll be no opposing the 15-minute city. Your travel will be stopped. And if you think, look at, okay, how well are the people in Maui being taken care of right now that are affected? They're being abused, right? We all agree on that, correct? 
We've all seen the videos on YouTube from the citizens describing what happened and what's happening now. They don't give a crap about us. And they're going to control every resource. 15-minute cities is just part of CBDC, the mega regions I've talked to you about, the projected huge loss of population. So I'm almost convinced this is going to follow a war. At least that's what they were thinking at the time. Of course, plans change. But isn't it funny we find two prominent documents, Deagle and the America 2050 plan from Obama's advisor, the numbers match up, right? Pretty interesting. Okay, so here's some more things. You'll be limited in your travel, and I doubt that they'll provide for your needs. Hospitals. Colleges. Do you have a, are you going to have a law school within 15 minutes? You want to be a lawyer? They don't care. You won't need lawyers because the law won't exist. Their law will be, we say what it is when we say it. There'll be no need for lawyers. What about doctors? What about a medical school? We have one medical school here in Arizona. Actually, now we have a second one. Okay. Two for the whole state. And they're 140 miles apart from each other. So how is anyone going to do this? How about your pharmacy? Do any of you live 15 minutes or further from a pharmacy? I do. It's a problem, isn't it? But there's more. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Your grandmother in Poughkeepsie, New York, passes away. She meant everything to you as a child. You'd like to go to her funeral, pay your respects. Oh, wait a minute. From Phoenix to New York, it's a continent away. It's about 2,500 miles. Sorry, you can only fly once every three years, and you can only go 500 miles. According to the plans I've read out of the World Economic Forum and what they're talking about in Oxford, England, where they've implemented this on an ongoing basis, they're not done. They are going to limit you to buying three articles of clothing per year. Of course, if your GDP is one-fourth, or excuse me, 10% of what it was, you may not be able to afford three items of clothing a year. Are you going to be heat, heat and cool your apartment? Not if they're really strict in their language and their application. They say carbon neutral. That means no air conditioning, no heating. Hello, Phoenix. Hello, Buffalo, New York. I mean, you tell me if you interpret that any differently. Right there in the document you just saw for the city of Tucson, where it gets over 100 degrees, I don't know how many days a year, probably, what, 50, 60, 80? Are they going to allow for air conditioning? Well, not if they're going to strictly be carbon neutral, they're not. Do you, have, do you think these are questions 
that the Tucson City Council should have asked before they passed this legislation. So what I'm telling you about 15-minute cities, there's still a lot we don't know. The devil will be in the detail, and I literally mean the devil. But I don't have any better answers for you right now. But the people have been writing in to me. I think I've given you a pretty good case about what they have planned to do for the last nine years. Now, if you don't know this, I could go find the documentation, but you can look it up on my website. Obama and his chief advisor, Valerie Jarrett, before Obama was ever in the Senate, before he ever got elected to anything, he and Valerie Jarrett started something called the Chicago Climate Exchange. And it was meant to be the first carbon trading system. And see, this is the bullcrap of it all. If we have a climate crisis, should we all share in the crisis equally? Maybe except for the military, emergency medical personnel. I mean, I know you've got to make some exceptions. But here's the deal. If you're rich enough under the Chicago Climate Exchange, and Obama is really the father of a lot of this stuff, um, you could actually buy carbon credits from another business because they didn't use all their energy and you can use more. Shouldn't we be trying to conserve at every turn and not allow people to buy their way out of the process? And I don't know that that's going to happen here for sure, but this process is guided by someone who thought this is how it should be. He tried to bring this in and the Senate rejected him in 2009. But as they like to say, they're back. And they're here. And we have a lot of unanswered questions. But see, we're so much in the dark right now, we don't even know what questions to ask. Does this make sense to you? We don't even know what questions to ask. What a bunch of BS. Now, could I be wrong in my applications? Well, everything I've said is is documentable. Uh, that's why I took painstaking detail to show you maps and charts and so forth. Everything I said is verifiable. That doesn't mean the plans haven't changed or won't change, and I'm not privy to that change or won't be privy to that change. But how forthcoming have they been so far? And we live in a time when you can have one of the worst natural disasters ever on the island of Maui and create a 12-mile anti-First Amendment zone where no reporters are allowed. Does that sound like an open society to you? Does that sound like they're going to be forthcoming and say, we got a great plan for you. Here it is. We're completely open. We want you to report on Or Do you think this information has been obscured? What would your vote be? Tucson becomes a 15-minute city on March 11, 2023. It is now five and a half months later, and we don't have any damn answers. And it's not being nationally covered. Should this not have been on Fox News? If Tucker was still there, it might be. But he left in April. He probably didn't know about this. It's pretty important, don't you think? Now there's Prop 400. I'll close with this. Statewide, people are going to vote on it. Do you think the people are going to be told the truth by the mainstream media? They're going to vote on in one of the provisions. They say it's a highway bill, and that's how they disguise it. But the fine print says... Every city will be a 15-minute smart city. It'll force people out of the rural areas, won't it? 
if you want to go to the grocery store. I live more than 15 minutes from the nearest grocery store. I live more than 15 minutes from the nearest. Well, I have a gas station 10 miles away. I live more than 15 miles from every needed resource. No colleges. Is this a problem? should be asking questions. Here's my question to you. What are you willing to do about it? That's it for the Common Sense Show. Please share this far and wide. Thumbs up, like us. Make sure you're a member of the TV. Work in progress on this topic. I don't have final answers, but I'm hoping you know a lot more than you did before you asked me those questions on the comment section. Dave, tell me what a 15-minute city is. I've told you to the best of my ability about the general overview, and hopefully we'll get more detail. But please ask yourself this. What are you willing to do about it? Because you can see this is not in your best interest. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at the TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.